And here we go, folks, with Inside Middle Tennessee and the mad scramble to get the headphones on. <laughs> exactly. You know, what else is new around here? Might as well be. Well, Tay Willie tells us, like, how many minutes till we start. And, and we then, ignore him completely. And we continue our conversation. And I don't care. I go ahead and start right now. <laughs> and then, then he just goes, okay. Okay. We don't care what you're talking about. Woo! Maybe let's go. That's right. <laughs> Folks, a nice rainy day today, but we need the rain. I think we are like nine uh, inches, nine to ten inches behind Mm -hmm. right now, and we could sure use it. Well, uh, the farmers are, especially the ones that uh, grow hay and such, they are glad to see every inch because we didn't get as much rain last summer, as we all know, and this will help put the rain help put the moisture back in the ground and things will grow better well hopefully most people have got their crops up by yes. at, this, at this point yes oh yes most of most of this rain is going to be helped to replenish our ponds yes and get the, get the soil in a position that when we do get to the spring we'll there's be, moisture in the ground for yeah. the grass to grow this yeah. is i mean everybody's grass is pretty much done growing right now unless you planted winter, uh, winter rye or weed yeah some kind of cover crop but right now we're just we're hoping to get that that water table back up to where it is so that our ponds are full for the winter time and number 2 when the spring gets here and the water and the weather warms up there's moisture in the ground for the grass to come out of the ground or we will not be cutting hay in the spring well you know sometimes we're lucky enough to get three cuttings yeah but we didn't this year no that's no. pretty rare yeah all right, folks, let me introduce the players. I'm Jim Ross. we got Terry Wilcox on the board. we yeah. got we got the undefeated county coach, James Dickinson, in here. Merry Christmas and a row tide. I was going to say, <laughs> and he, he is getting revved up for this game this weekend. Representative Scott Sapicki, who will be with us for about half the show Good morning, today, everybody. And the dynamic duo. <laughs> Good morning. Of Sheila and Sarah. Good morning. There we go. Home of elocution in Tennessee. Home of elocution. Yeah, yeah, elocution. We almost said LSU. I was like, what? (laughs) What is the definition for elocution? It's using language properly. Uh Enunciation and delivery. Okay. They used to teach it. It In the old days, they taught it in elementary school, but you had to pay extra. Really? to take it you had that was for i had a a a small class in it and i got home the week i did it and mama said quit being that is too dramatic stop (laughs) (laughs) Stop. (laughs) that'd be like one of those courses they you can take to uh get rid of your southern accent they we <laughs> we had, I found an ad in the paper one time and we we told Paige we were going to pay his scholarship so he could go get the Southern out of his out of his voice. I think he said something ugly. Oh no, <laughs> I've never had that problem. You Scott? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't, I don't think Paige would have done it. Yeah, we got two guys that speak Michigan and Wisconsin. That's right. Well, yeah. they they told us when, when or I, Missouri, yeah. St. Louis, St. Louis. When I went to, to Lipscomb to my 50th college reunion, the person who gave us a tour of Nashville, which looks nothing like it did 50 years ago, said, he, he said, what do you think has changed the most in, in this 50 years? And, of course, people guessed everything. He said, the thing that is changing the most is the southern accent. 
That's true. We are, we are losing it. Yeah, because of television. Yes. That's yes. exactly why. Everybody, yes. all the news anchors, they want them to have that, that Midwestern That's it. accent. Or That's it. lack of an accent. Yeah. So... Scott's just looking at me, just kind and of he's like, like, "What accent?" <laughs> yeah, what accent? <laughs> well, I'll just keep mine. But after World War II, it ended. Michigan almost lost theirs accent because so many people from the moved, south migrated uh, north to go to yeah. work. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. very true. Yes. I hadn't thought about that. that automobile that industry, industry in particular. Yeah. yeah, my mother had uh, sixteen <clears throat> brothers and sisters, and my father had fourteen brothers and sisters. And out of uh, out of all the clan, there was only four out of the bunch that stayed south. Everybody else went north after World War Two. Wow. Yeah, and that and that happened yes. to a lot of families. Mm-hmm. Tell those moms or dads to get outside a little bit and walk around or do something. <laughs> Fourteen well, and they 16. didn't have time, Scott. They didn't yeah, have time. Really. <laughs> get a hobby. <laughs> they had one. Get a hobby or something. Yeah. <laughs> Knitting, crocheting, raking. Well, they had as they, many children as the Lord provided, and they all they worked did. on the farm. And they, they all did. worked on the farm. That's they right. They and if you want to see it today, go down to Etheridge. Yeah. With the Amish. Yeah. And they'll look like little stair steps. Yeah, they, they are so cute, those little children. You know. Some good food down there, though. What? Scott, <laughs> is anything going on with sports? There is. Sports? There is. It's been uh, two weeks since we've been here. Uh, the Columbia Academy Middle Tennessee Christian semifinal was played. As you know, uh, Columbia Academy fought hard but came up a little short. Most people thought that the winner of that football game was probably going to be the state championship. Roll forward to yesterday, uh, the uh, Middle Tennessee Christian Cougars, who defeated Columbia Academy 35-27, defeated Friendship Christian 28-13 for their first state championship. So look for that matchup of Middle Tennessee Christian and possibly Columbia Academy to be happening again next year. Again, hopefully it'll be different for the uh, Bulldogs. Um, Christ Presbyterian won a state championship again over Boyd Buchanan, the Buccaneers, 35-13. And then the big one of the night was Baylor taking on McCauley, which are probably, what, Coach, a couple miles apart? They are. Yeah, they're. In Chattanooga. They're yeah. both from Chattanooga. They had, I think, 17,000 people there for the game. The, the, uh, the number last night that the, our, our, our friends, TWSA, collected, 17,000 sold tickets for the game last night. Wow. So that's and, and good game and Macaulay and Macaulay the Blue Tornadoes prevailed thirty four twenty eight in an outstanding football game. Yeah, I think yes, they stopped them. We watched the fourth down at the end, at the sixty end. some seconds to go. So today, uh, the, the state championships continue. East East Nashville Eagles will take on the Alcoa Tornadoes. Coach predictions. Alcoa. Alcoa. Alcoa, yeah. <laughs> they always the, have good teams the, for uh, everything. In the, in the second game at 2 o'clock, McKenzie Rebels will take on South Pitt's Pirates. Coach? South Pitt Pirates. Amen, brother. And then lastly, the one that we have some interest in, Paige uh, up in Williamson County will be taking on the West Rebels. Coach, any predictions there? I'd love to see Paige win it, but Knoxville West will yeah, take it again. It's going to be yeah. tough. It's going to be tough. And then on Saturday, we finish up the state championships. The Pearl Cone Firebirds will take on the Upperman Bees. I'm going Pearl Cone this time. Most definitely. Pearl Cone. Uh, Riverside Panthers will take on East Robertson. I got nothing on that one. Coach, about you? East Robertson. And then last, the game to wrap it all up, the Houston Mustangs will take on the Oakland Patriots, who have basically, I think, have a standing reservation in the state championship, Coach. <laughs> yes, always. Oakland, Coach Creasy will win his eighth state championship. And then that will right, wrap up, which is unbelievable, the, the high school football season for another year so quick. I mean, just well, like we were talking about starting. again in a few minutes. <laughs> well, uh, and, then, and then we move on. Uh, there, was some, there was a game – 
where was it yesterday? Uh, Auburn. Yeah, it was an Auburn <laughs> football game. Yeah. Where um, Notre Dame is still looking for their leprechaun because <laughs> they said he had crimson colors on with that miracle from, from Alabama on, on Saturday, Coach. Well, miracle. They interviewed Forrest Gump after the game, and they said, Forrest, what's your comment? He said, fourth and 31. Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is amazing how many – how many endings you can have to an Alabama-Auburn football game that are just iconic. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, fourth and 31. Last play of the game. There was no other place but that precise point in the corner that Milrose had to throw the ball to with a great catch. And the guy was there. The Auburn guy was there. It was he just was. It was <clears throat> in the precise spot. It's called destiny. I mean, destiny. There you go. <laughs> She yeah. works at Deja Vu on Fridays. Yes, she does. <laughs> hey, I know her. <laughs> well, hey. Oh. oh. We digress, don't we, folks? We're getting kind of risque. Oh, relax. It's the holiday uh, season. <laughs> today there are some football games. Liberty, undefeated Liberty, mm-hmm. will take on New Mexico State. Uh, Oregon will take on Washington for the rematch. That could be for the co- uh, entry into the college football it is. playoff. Yep, it, it is. is. Uh, winner take all. Winner take all, um, and and uh, of course Washington beat Oregon early in the they season. They did, they did. So this is a revenge match. This is a way for the Ducks to really stick it to Washington Huskies by knocking them out of the college football playoffs and ending their perfect season. It does any perfect season. Uh, Texas will take on Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve Championship. Toledo and Miami of Ohio in the MAC, the Mid America Conference. Boise State, UNLV, uh, Georgia, Georgia, oh, my, my. and Alabama. Coach, we, we got Georgia on our mind. Now, give me objective here, an mm-hmm. objective opinion. Strip off your crimson tide. Oh, like that's gonna <laughs> rip it away. <laughs> like that's gonna happen. Not Can like. the Alabama Crimson Tide muster enough strength to beat the Georgia Bulldogs after that epic battle on the plains in Auburn? We don't have enough time in this show for me to go on my rant about this. Yes, they can. <laughs> Matter of fact, Georgia's never beat Alabama in an SEC championship game for, so it's not going to happen this year. So here's my question. Okay. The spread's five and a half. Mm-hmm. Alabama's the underdog. So you're saying not only does Bama cover, they win outright. They do. And by how much? You know, I think it'll be a high scoring game, but I, oh. I think it'll be, uh, you know, touchdown or 10 point. Wow. Okay. We'll, we'll hold them accountable next week. That's right, week. you can. Yeah, Sponsored I'm, I'm, by he, Caesar's he, Palace. As, 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 as <laughs> Ellie the Greek. As, as Coach said, I ain't scared. <laughs> uh, we got old momentum on our side. This is what happened to us last Saturday evening, 4th and 31, and we throw a, a, a bomb, a strike to the end zone. I, that's destiny. I'm telling you right now, I ain't no stopping us now right now. So, Coach, if you're yeah. the defensive coordinator for Auburn, mm-hmm. do you put pressure on the quarterback? I, I – I would lock man coverage up on the corners, bump and run, and I would send everything up the guts. Don't give them time no. to throw the ball. I there was, was absolutely amazed to see Auburn rush two I was people. shocked. Two. Because what put him in that position of fourth and 31 was going after the quarterback. Yeah. But why, it, do, why do you have the, the uh, Mike linebacker as the spy when you're, you're 31 out yards out and you take 11 minus three is what? Eight. Eight guys that you got to beat. To go 31 yards, so, yeah, you must definitely uh, – Hugh Freeze, thank you. Yeah, I, so, it was just it was just crazy. Like, I, when they lined up like that, I told my sons, I said, 
he's going to get plenty of time to throw the football. <laughs> and you can't just have guys running around in the end zone and stay with him that long. You he can't. had six seconds. You know, he, he could That's have, an eternity. He could have baked a cake. You know? uh, <laughs> and you have played defensive back and try to cover somebody for six seconds? You, you can't. You, you, you At that can't. level with those athletes, no. you can't. Well, do remember they call that the prevent defense because it prevents you from winning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Troy will take on Appalachian State in the in the Sun Belt Conference. Tulane, SMU, Florida State limping into Louisville. And Louisville <laughs> li- limping out of that game with, with Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky. How oh, embarrassing that was. But Florida State's, you know, struggling with their, their quarterback who got hurt, their Heisman Trophy quarterback got hurt. Don't wouldn't be surprised if, if Louisville knocks him off. So here's the interesting thing: if if they lose, creates another opening, mm-hmm. and if Washington loses, creates another opening. So this could get very interesting. Can Alabama, if even if they lose, if it's tight, if it's tight, do they have a stake to the uh, uh, possibility of getting into the uh, fourteen playoff? No, no, I don't either. And then Michigan Wolverines, who did beat Ohio State. Willie, here you go. Ready? Go, go Big Blue, blue baby. Go blue. Yep. Michigan Wolverines <laughs> beat Ohio State uh, at coach. home, 3-0. and uh, There are some rumblings in Columbus calling for Ryan Day's job. Yeah, that's ridiculous. He, Ryan Day's a great coach. I mean, it just happens. I mean, look, you know, Michigan lost seven times in a row to the other yeah. coach and wasn't always the best team, but it's just the way it is. But, but a couple of guys got fired, though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple guys lose their job. I mean, uh, they'll it, be taking on Iowa. Yeah. And Iowa does have a great defense, but Iowa can't score. But no offense can't score at all. So look for Michigan <laughs> in the championship game here in the Big Ten. Michigan is a twenty-two point favorite. What's the over and under in that game? Thirty-five. Yes, they're, they're talking like a twenty twenty-four to. All seven the points game. will be scored by Michigan. So the well, highest point spread this year for an Iowa game was twenty-eight, and it hit under eight times. Yeah. Wow. Their defense yeah. is legit. Their defense, but they it's have legit, no offense. But they can't score. I can't believe can't they score. won as many games as they did. But well, they, they can that, punt. Though. That shows you how bad the offense is. They obviously are. can punt. Uh, so the top, the top four right now: Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State. With you've got Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, and Missouri on the outside looking in. But here's what's interesting: if we did have our 12 team playoff right now, you ready for this? Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, Penn State, Mississippi, and Oklahoma. Talk oh, about some impressive Where the wind games. comes sweeping through the plane. Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, and then the Titans won. Hard to believe. Wow. <laughs> Willie, we sh- that should have been breaking news as the newsman right there, man. Yeah, but look who they beat. They beat a, a one-win team. Who's Carolina. Coach, whose coach got fired. Well, uh, whose <laughs> coach got fired. Uh, by the way, uh, congrats. again at home this Sunday, too. Congratulations to court Coach Signati of James Madison University as the new head coach of Indiana football. There is a rumor. I'm starting it right here, right now. <laughs> That there's a coach named Dickinson who's possibly being considered for the James Madison University coaching job. That's there you your go. coach. Do you want to c- confirm or deny that right now? Well, my attorney advised me not to speak on that subject today. <laughs> so we broke the news no, here. No, no, Jimmy Sexton told him not to. Out of Memphis, Tennessee, yeah. <laughs> so we have broken the news here. So, Coach, if anything does happen and you're going to have to leave Withorn for James Madison University, you be sure to let us know. Yeah, I will. Or, or Duke. Duke's open, Duke's too. open. Duke's open, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm now, going to hold out. I was hoping A&M would call me, but I didn't get to call from a Well, I heard you were second in line. Really? And the guy took the job ahead of you. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, undefeated Withorn, Coach, I mean – 
That's got to be better for Texas A&M right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a, I got a question. A lot, lot better for a lot of programs in the country. I got a question for Coach and Scott. Uh-oh. Oh, no, no. It's kind of blatant because it's all been in the use so much. But is there a, a Power 5 school that doesn't have a starting quarterback in the portal? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, good. Don't get me going on the portal. Oh, the oh I know that. But I'm just talking about all the schools there is, that have, have there is, and all of these guys. Here's are. what's absolutely crazy. And, Coach, you remember this. Mm-hmm. When SMU had the Pony Express with Craig James and Eric Dickerson, remember that? Remember what? And they were destroying people in college football. It's because they were paying their players. They got the death penalty for four years from the NCAA because they got caught paying their players. And guess what we're doing now? Paying oh, We're paying our players. Yeah. I know. SMU and, probably wants some money back. Right. And the, <laughs> NI, the, the, the original auspice of the NIL deal was that if I'm going to Tennessee and I wanted to do a commercial for a car dealership, they could pay me for my name, yeah. image, and likeness, right? Now we've got universities that are asking people to contribute to their NIL war chest so that when Nico comes to Tennessee, they can give him a million dollars to come to Tennessee. The problem is, let's say Nico for some reason doesn't start next year and he says, I'm hitting the transfer portal. He takes our Tennessee million dollars with him and goes on to the next school who's paying him a million dollars. Look at the transfer portal. It's it's just they're bumping from school to school to school. They're all hired guns now. Yep. There's my rant on the transfer portal. You need to give them one shot. And then after that, they can't transfer. They can transfer, but they got to sit out. All right, yeah. folks. It's all about making money, and guess what? That's right. That's what we need to do right here, right now. We'll be right back with Inside Middle Tennessee. We always get the question, what is Caledonia? That's easy. We're a full financial services firm. Who is Caledonia? Well, that's a little more interesting. Monty has an economics background. Daisy and Perry come from the banking world. Gay is an accountant. And Thomas has science and business degrees. Blair was a small business owner. Finally, I'm Becky Price, and I have a background in education. Together, we make up Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Trader's dog from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and carry registered gemologist. Showing you the best jewelry value and expert services. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Inside Middle Tennessee on Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM. And we're back with Inside Middle Tennessee, and we're going to give history moment a little bit of... uh, a delay. A for a, yeah, a delay, because I think Scott's got to get out of here in a, in a very few minutes, but I think he had one or two other things, uh, sports or state? State. Um, uh, Bear Creek Pike looks like the, it is finished up there. Looks um, good. We will fix the left-hand turn le- uh, signal that heads north on 65 that's not lighting up right now, so we've already let everybody know we will get that fixed for everybody. <laughs> um, that inter- it came out perfect, exactly like we thought. Opened it up, made it wider. People can see better. I think people will be very happy. And on time. And on time with those results. And best of bu- under budget. Yeah, under budget. So that's good. Uh, we do have a, a meeting up in Nashville that uh, I'll be attending today. Uh, we are working on Bear Creek Pike right now, uh, seeing if we can convince TDOT. Columbia has made a huge investment. of I think it's $10 million over 10 years total, a uh, million dollars a year. I think that's what it is, to contribute to TDOT to make uh, Bear Creek four-lane to the interstate to help with traffic congestion and really? start moving it, which if we can move a lot of those cars out Bear Creek to the interchange, it'll take some of that traffic pressure off of Spring Hill, which might help us on <coughs> Highway 31 going through Spring Hill. The Buckner Road interchange is proceeding on, on track, not on time. <laughs> because they did have some delays there, so they are pushed back a little bit, so we're going to have to live with that. When, when's projection to be over? Someday. Yeah, I got you. Someday. <laughs> it, it, won't be as bad as, it won't be as bad as West 7th, I promise you that. Oh. But, but it is going to take some extra time because they did have some delays. Uh, plus, remember, they got to, they've got to connect 431 to the interstate. That's mm-hmm. going to be a new way for people to get to the interstate off of 431. Follow? True. So there's a lot going on there. Uh, We are still working on Highway 31 going north through Spring Hill all the way to uh, Saturn, no, not Saturn Parkway, 840. Yes. To see if there's a way we can get some funds appropriated to start the widening project on that. Cost of acquisition of land and right away is going to be astronomical. Well, the road will be in some of those businesses' front doors. Yes, that's the problem. And we do still have those uh, historic uh, homes right there by Duplex. <laughs> yes. That you are not moving those. No. No. So there's a problem. I think we should have a double decker highway. Just do it like the interstates. Just double decker. Yes. Just put yeah. another another level up there, and you won't have to move all those people who built their businesses in the age of thirty one. Just put another level up there, and one can go north, and one can come south, and that'll solve the whole problem. <laughs> Uh, okay, sounds good to me. Well, you, uh, you know, the other thing, of course, you don't have any control on this one that desperately needs to be done is 840 down to Bear Creek on I-65 needs to be three the, lanes per side. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, or four. So, okay. So from 840 to Saturn Parkway is what, about eight miles? Roughly. Ish, eight yeah. miles. Any guess, and I know the answer to this, any guess to the cost of that project, if we did that, mm. three lanes, any guess? 
Go ahead, give me a guess. It'd be in the billions. 125 million. Higher. Wow. A billion. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no not a billion. Roughly, be, r- roughly between 200 and 250 million for eight miles of highway. Woo-wee. That's yeah. just cost of that. Now, yeah. our, our region, region four, which is 18 counties, mm-hmm. we get 135 million a year for roads. Half of that has to go to maintenance. Oh, well, yeah. Mm hmm. Just to maintain what we have. Well, your potholes. Right? <laughs> so you're talking eight miles of highway on the interstate is roughly 200 to $250 million. We get 150-ish a year. Half of that has to go to maintenance. See the problem? And yeah. What you do is you get the guys to stand with the buckets on the side <laughs> of the road right there. Like the dollar from every car that gets stuck every day, and you'll have that money pretty quick. i tell you what. If, <laughs> we exactly. could ever get, hey, exactly. if, if we could get Willie to part with some of that retirement money he has. <laughs> I'll think about it. We, we, I'll end the road after you. <laughs> All right. There you go, brother. Hey, Willie Highway. Uh, we are, on December 9th, folks, we'll be 30 days away from starting session up again. Uh, one bill I'll talk about real quick that I'm going to be running is for health care providers. We have a problem with assaults happening on our health care providers. Uh, I ran a bill last year about protecting nurses, and the, the, uh, the committees didn't like us creating a special kind of citizen, right, to giving special rights to them. So they've asked me to amend the bill, and what we're going to do is we're going to amend the bill that says if you assault a health care, if you assault a employee in a health care facility, there will be a higher escalation of the crime. So not the person, but the, in, in the facility. That, that's a good idea. Yeah, and so, and so we're going to do that. We're going to amend that bill. And then the other bill is... Uh, we're going to make there's and this is this is, sounds crazy, folks, but it's happening right now. They have the technology to be able to put human vaccines into food. Well, yeah, and so we're going to run a bill because that's the wild west, right? We're, we never contemplated that before. That we're going to run a bill that says if you have a human vaccine, a human vaccine in a food source, that has to be distributed as a pharmaceutical. Well, I well, hope it should so. Be. Well, That's you, you hope scary. so, but the, it is incredible the technology that they have right now. And then the last thing, n- another bill I'll be running is about the um, the local district in schools, the state of Tennessee, and all of our higher ed universities are going to have to come up with a plan or a program on how they're going to, like professors and students and principals, teachers and students. How are they going to use artificial intelligence and the restrictions of it in the education of our students? We need to do that Pronto. immediately. I, I saw I had a presentation yesterday from a um, a company that sells a reading app. Uh. Okay, it is Microsoft Voice infused and artificial intelligence fused. Where as uh, Ellie May, Ellie Grace, Ellie Grace, sorry. <laughs> She has pigtails now. Beverly yeah. Hillbillies. Yeah. Well, she does Ellie wear Grace. pigtails. On her on her app, Microsoft Voice learns her voice and in inflections, and when she reads the text that she's going to be reading on on the app, it turns green as she reads it, and if she gets a word wrong, it turns red. She goes back and she tries to re-say the red word. If it, if she gets it wrong three times, then a box pops up with a phonetic sounding of the word oh, that's and good. a definition, and it's all AI driven. Yeah, and but the te- they have her voice. 
on her app. On her app. On her app. Yeah. And so what happens is, I, because it learns her voice, the kids can be sitting next to each other in school, reading, and the sophistication of the technology is it doesn't pick up each, each of their voices because it learns their inflections, their dialects. Their, their, well, ain't that It's that's... incredible. And so we've got to come up with an, a plan mm-hmm. at the local level. Yeah on how they're going to minister this and then submit that to the state so we know that there are some guardrails. Yeah. So this oh. doesn't supplant our teachers in the classroom. Well, nothing beats a book, a pe- like a printed book. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, and a teacher, a real yeah. teacher. But it's yeah. really interesting is because the teacher in a 20-something kid classroom, the teacher has on their computer an app that they can, they can click on Ellie Grace's picture uh-huh. and it'll pull up and they can watch what she's reading in real time and if she gets stuck if she gets stuck or she's she's struggling they know to get up to go help her yeah well i hope they'll get up so <laughs> so um as there we, you go as we get closer um probably i don't know another week or so we'll start to file bills um i'll start to on fridays i'll start to let people know the bills that we're filing and then um Please, if you have any feedback, let me know. I'm going to head to Nashville. Be careful. Be careful. It's nasty. Roll Tide. Can't believe I said that. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. We need to mark that down. No. <laughs> hey, I wonder how Scott's going to feel when, when uh, during the bowl games that Tennessee plays Wisconsin. You know, <laughs> the Gator bowl. Oh, oh, here he comes oh, back. Here he comes. He had a seat. So I was waiting for somebody to give me a Wisconsin plug there. Uh, <laughs> congratulations to the Badgers. We played our arch rival for the Paul Bunyan Axe. In Minneapolis, Minnesota, ah. they had the win to be bowl eligible, and wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> the Badgers knocked them off. The Badgers get a better bowl. You big uh, old They're not rowing po- the boat anymore. Well, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, they're not rowing the boat. But what's possible is the Badgers uh, could be playing here in the Music City Bowl. True. Oh, oh cool. So that'd be really interesting. Um, no, I cannot get you tickets. Uh, <laughs> I will struggle to get myself tickets. But uh, it's 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 college football. It's fun. Um, the bowl season is really kind of interesting. It is great. great uh, time and then uh, we'll wrap that up, and we'll be in college basketball and college baseball with Tennessee and the balls and in basketball and baseball. And then, golly, guess what? It'll be spring football time. Yep. Well, well the other funny thing about that on the bowl projection, they they really do now have Tennessee going to the Gator Bowl and playing North NC State. Yeah. And guess oh. who Tennessee plays next year, about the third or fourth game NC of State. the season? NC, NC State. State. Yeah. So, you, and, and then you, next year with the college with SEC going to their getting rid of East and West, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the Big Ten getting rid of East and West with joining you know, the Pac-12, it's going to be a really interesting year next year. Should be a really even a I don't know if it's possible, folks. The college football 12, 12 team playoff starts next year, mm-hmm. and with these conference realignments, this could be just. An even better year for college football coming up. It will be better year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Despite the NIL, huh, Scott? I just got to find a home for myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's actually been some historical stuff that happened yesterday. Somebody was a hundred years old. How about that? Congratulations. <laughs> well, no, Henry Kissinger. Um, he he died on November the 29th, and he was a hundred years old and by the way you know how we love to get off tangent. yes somebody else died this week of, of uh national importance and whatever oh, yeah. and her husband was there and he was 99 mm-hmm. and it wasn't a really great 99 i mean yeah he, so he, rosalind he, carter yeah. first lady she was a an amazing first lady um and and so what 
Jimmy Carter was one of the good presidents of well, our I, th- I think she kind of overshadowed her mm-hmm. husband. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think. Well, but one of my favorite parts of that funeral was um, one of the Carter grandchildren got up there and he addressed all the first ladies and then addressed the former presidents that were there. <laughs> he led I love that. And, oh, yeah, not only that, there was some really funny stuff uh-huh, they said, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the sweetest <laughs> part was one of the daughters read a letter that President Carter had written to Rosalind when he was in the service. Um, and well, remember, Remind everybody, he was a U.S. Naval Academy graduate. Yes, yes. So yeah. he had five years. He had to serve, and I think he was a submarine officer. I think he, you know, he he was he his notion about government and about life in general it is so different from so many of our presidents. He 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 had the best interest for the best things for the most people. He was just a good man. Well, Sheila, to that point, and I've often said the same kind of the same thing. I think he was as far as a president. He was not one of our shining examples, but as a human, he's top of the list. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. He you was know? actually too nice to be president. Yeah. I think that, I think you know what? There's right. a lot of truth to that. I yeah. think exactly it is, right. too. I think perhaps that's mm-hmm. why he he lost the, the election, that, that he and those prisoners were... Oh, I ran, over there, yeah, that, I ran. All that mess. But, uh, but I, yes, I think he was just too good. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't play the game yeah. that, that, that you have to play up there. You know, and he did so much after his presidency. I mean, the yeah. Habitat for Humanity is huge. Is huge. And he's been to Nashville, Nashville thousands of times with the Habitat and everything. And <laughs> well, we got Sarah off tangent again. <laughs> That's fine. I was not prepared to talk about Jimmy Carter today. Jim, uh, real quick story. Yeah, go ahead. I was in the military up under Jimmy Carter. Yeah. I was in the Army. And uh, when we pulled KP, we had a, uh, of course, mass sergeants that would uh, make you peel potatoes. And they'd always go back there behind the old mess tent and say, you think President you think President Jimmy Carter for them potatoes you're peeling? So we was peeling a lot of potatoes back then. And we would thank Jimmy <laughs> Carter for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, we I think we need to pay a quick bill, right? Oh, you're right. We'll because we got to peel some potatoes. potatoes oh, we're going to be peeling yeah. potatoes yeah, here. <laughs> we'll be right back with Inside Middle Tennessee. One of our goals at Caledonian is to impact our clients and friends in a positive manner. Whether it's a friendly voice, a smile, and a wave as you walk past our office, or supporting our community, the Caledonian team is actively involved. Through our memberships in Kiwanis, Rotary, Murray Alliance, Circle of Excellence, volunteering in Boy Scouts and 4-H, serving on a variety of boards, and more, we stay connected to Murray County. This is Perry Bowman with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. There are so many problems in the world that we can't do anything about. But the hunger crisis in southern middle Tennessee is not one of them. You can join the Well Outreach Food Pantry and respond to help with our new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you, even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at CaringHeartsHomeHealthcareLLC.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neusen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. 
This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. And this is Jim Ross again, and you're listening to Inside Middle Tennessee. And we've already wrecked Sarah's history. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. That's okay. It was fun. We're going to transition. So, um, to history, uh, local history. So, today and tomorrow is the Murray Christmas Historic Home Tour. Um, And uh, it is an annual tradition. It started back in 1951. Um, I have been a docent on that tour um, Tell well, everybody what a docent a is. A docent is to help you throughout a historic house. So I would just Somebody say, that stands there. Yeah, kind yeah of a, tour a guy. Guide. Yes, that sort of explains the furniture in the room and, and everything. I, at one time, I could tell you all the upstairs of Ripavilla Plantation home. I could tell you all the parts, all the, all the furniture, where it came from, if it was family piece or not. And they had a, um, a hall mouse, and it was a, it was a metal mouse trap it was the cutest thing i have ever seen and i've never seen another one <laughs> but uh <clears throat> tickets are 25 dollars, and it grants you access to all the sites featured on the tours and the proceeds will benefit the historic anthonym annual operating costs and restoration efforts it is a self-guided tour but there will be docents at, at the houses it starts at nine o'clock today and runs till 4 p.m um, and it's uh, today and tomorrow. And some of the historic, uh, I'll read the list of the historic sites. Because we have a wonderful wealth of historic homes in Murray County. Because the Yankees didn't burn them. Yeah, I was going to say, because Sherman didn't come through here. But no, I missed one. No, we were talking about Sherman at the dinner table the other night. Yes. But it was kind of fun. Ellie Grace was, they learned about sequoias and there's a Sherman connected with the sequoias but she came home with this piece see i digress myself Uh, (laughs) but um but anyway it had a tree ring and um and it said sherman and i read around it and everything but at first i was like it's a tree and it says sherman and i'm like sherman marched all the way (laughs) like he killed trees (laughs) i mean they did sherman bow ties where they would take up the rail uh the metal rail part of the railroad and heated up and tied around a tree. It was called a Sherman necktie. Yeah. So, um, and if you've ever, I'm just trying to think about even if you heated up a rail, just how much force it took I to know. bend it. I, know. I don't know. And, and how much heat. And how yeah. much heat. Yeah. But he, the Sherman's march to the city, and I'll cover that sometime, is just horrific. And in Savannah, Georgia, in a, a building downtown, on a wall, a plaster wall, there is a map show that a Union soldier drew that showed his march to the wow. sea. So, um, but anyway, I digress to myself, but we're going to go what, back to the Murray County Historic. What you were referring to earlier, though, in Sequoia National it, Park, they named the trees, and one of them is called the General Sherman Tree, yes. and is one of the largest trees there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, they're all large, yes. but still. They're, and they're magnificent. We've seen some yeah. of them, so... Uh, but the houses on the Murray Christmas Historic Home Tour, I'll make sure I say it right so I don't get a text message later. Um, <laughs> the Historic Anthonym is the tour headquarters. The Kersey House in Mount Pleasant. Uh, the Gibbons Home on School Street. The James K. Polk Home and Museum. 
the Newman home in Mount Pleasant. St. John's is on it. The St. John's Episcopal Church out there on Trotwood. Mm-hmm. Um, Historic Elm Springs on Park Plus Drive. The Price Home in Mount Pleasant. And the National Confederate Museum, um, which is on the Historic Elm Springs property, is on the home tour this year. So uh, Those are good houses. Those are good houses. St. John's is historic. It's beautiful. Um, it's a, just exactly it's, as it was. As it was. There's not one one thing. Of course, they had the... Had the vandals there yeah, about 10 years yeah, ago, yeah. 15 years but ago. Uh, I, was, I graduated from high school, so that was in 2001. And twenty something years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. And that was um, that. I was at Girl State when that happened, and Mama uh, called me and said, "You will not believe what happened." Well, well now still... that we mentioned it. Tell everybody what happened. So there were two two young guy, juveniles. Were two yeah. two guys I graduated with from high school um, decided to vandalize uh, St. John's. They broke windows. They threw the organ from the choir loft down they did all, all kinds, kinds of stuff they even had to have absolutely shattered that organ and throw it off and they the did and it was it restored um and they also um pushed over there's a picture on the front page of the daily herald that has my some of my friends from school bill steenbergen and sam duncan and ryan flynn and a bunch of them um, with Bob Duncan, they even pushed over headstones in the, in cemetery. the cemetery. In the cemetery, mm-hmm. and so, there's a lot of Confederates. And, uh, are there any Union buried there? There's a I lot don't of Confederates. think no. And um, a lot, a of, lot of bishops, a lot of the, the Episcopal bishops. bishops are buried there. So, um, uh, if you get out there, it, it's worth the drive out there to see it. So, and, it, and they have services there on which Sunday? Sunday, yes, and and that. Even whether you're Episcopalian or not, you could go and see, enjoy that service. We go sometimes, and the uh, idea that this is the way people worshipped—no electricity, no air conditioning, no nothing. No, they open the window. The open can, the, you can either burn up or there's a nice breeze on Whit Sunday. Gotta hope there's a breeze. But, yes. but it, that was a plantation church. And we're lucky to have them because there are not many of those left. And it was at the, located close to the Pokes, so all the Pokes could worship there. Yeah, and the Rattle and Snap. And yeah. Rattle and Snap, Hamilton and, and, Place, Ashwood Hall, all that out that way. Yeah. So and, they, and that church probably had as many had more black members than white members because that was where the the true. the slaves were could worshipped at the same place as the masters so um also this weekend is the columbia christmas parade and tree lighting i i sit on the christmas and they moved it to saturday from, yes. from a monday you gonna yes. tell us Thank about that goodness. Uh, well we uh, that happened like uh about two or yeah. three years ago i <clears throat> i'm on the christmas parade uh planning committee um that's one of my community and, so. and her mobile phone number is <laughs> no, please do pr549 no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um i my um uh, my uh supervisor at the development district Lori fisher and i uh, do the giveaways so you'll see uh, Lori and i walking down west 7th street with a wagon with the giveaways for the parade it's a record number of participants yes we uh we it's 125 th- isn't it? 133 okay. uh, that was the number last night so um, but it's our, the 37th annual Christmas parade. It's downtown. 
Um, and the Christmas tree lighting, um, the 40 foot tree, as y'all see when you come downtown mm-hmm. at night, the light, the lighting part of it is the star yeah. of it because when you put up a tree, you might as well go ahead and light it. Um, but it begins at 6 p.m. Uh, Saturday and, um, it has floats, marching bands, and more. And the Grand Marshal this year is retired U.S. Army National Guard Colonel Ashley Brown. A great man. A great yes, man. Absolutely is. Um, <clears throat> we're and, very. And, and you know what, Sarah? I bet T. Willie can tell us where it will be uh, broadcast too. It'll be broadcast right here on one hundred three point seven, starting at six o'clock. We will be located on the front porch. So tune in if you're not able to make it. If you make it. By all means, get here, but if you can't, you can listen starting at 6 o'clock. And, and it will also be streamed live on the mm-hmm. City of Columbia uh, Facebook page. And I want to remind everybody. As, as well as live on our website, too, yes, here at WKOM, yes. WKRM. Uh, Delk Kennedy will have the microphone out in the crowd doing interviews again this year, and that's going to be a lot of fun. That too. Well, that's always interesting. If you see a crazy man run around with a microphone, it's Delk. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh, so we <laughs> Delk would agree with that. Yeah, too. he would. He would. So um, and then Santa will be uh, in the parade, and he will light the tree topper at approximately seven fifteen. Uh, I know that there's some of the streets that are going to start being closed around 3, 3.30-ish um, on tomorrow. So yeah. um, the City of Columbia Police Department has put it on their webs- uh, their Facebook page about road closures, etc. The postings have gone up. So remember that, that this is happening on Saturday night rather than Monday night. Mm-hmm. So um, if you got a date... Get to town early, Al. That's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> and just in case there's too much rain, they got to reschedule the date for October 9th. I mean, yeah. December 9th. Yeah, 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 the next Just Saturday. in case. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, mm-hmm. but we That'd are. That'd be a shame since Alabama's playing Tennessee. I mean, Alabama's playing in the uh, the uh, SEC championship game that gets postponed to the 9th. To the 9th. That'd so, be a shame. Well, we're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah, but it's, but Alabama and Georgia playing indoors, so they're yes, not going to be postponed. Yes. And this so, starts very early. Yeah. The rain is supposed and we'll to be And they're also going to be uh, DJ Amped, inter- uh, DJ Amped, Eric McCandless will be uh, downtown, and uh, Marta. Alberason. Thank you, T. Willie. She will be, she will be here at 11 o'clock Yes, today. so there will be more information about that, but it, it's going, and it's also, for, today first is first Friday. first Friday, so, you know, downtown's going to be hopping. Well, between that and the retail because it's Christmas, yeah. Yes, so it's a, I love it. Downtown. I love it. I just, I just, I can remember when I was a child, there was no parking places to be had, and we're back there again. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sheila, we can also remember when downtown was deader than a hammer. Oh, yeah. For yeah. about 15 years, it, probably. Nothing. It just sat there. You know, the mall killed it. It yeah. did, and then the mall died a natural death. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. They've got a big sign up there. For property for lease. I didn't see anybody running down there to lease any of that property. Yeah, we'll turn it to a big strip center now. Yeah. yeah. But it's Telahoma did, did that to their mall and a few years ago and now it has a Publix, a Joann's, a Marshall's, Old Navy, um, and uh Five Below. So maybe that'll be the future of what happens in Columbia. All right there, T. Willie. He started the music on us. Uh, yes, he did. I did. Uh, 
He so, has a hard time with us. Well, well we, we do have top of the hour kind of a commitment. Tell yeah. us programming. And we'll <laughs> programming, we got Columbia Central Boys and Girls host Blackman tonight on uh, 103.7 starting at 6. Alabama and Georgia tomorrow. Airtime is at 1030.